Hi, and welcome back to One More Thing with Tiffany and Anthony. Hi. Uh, tonight we are talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Episode 4, Out of the Past. Yes. It's the, it's the big black and white episode. It's the uh, film noir episode. Yeah, ooh, aren't you fancy? Right, right, you like that. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to say, I, I like this episode. Um, at the time, mm-hmm. at the time of the airing, because now it's been like weeks, this was like my favorite episode of the season. Yes. Um, I thought it was so well done. I just, it, it had that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, just cleverness to it and like intrigue mm-hmm. and then like doing the whole film noir. Like, I love how they're just doing like these different timelines, very quantum leapish. So, um, yeah. I, I do like that. I like that every episode seems to be like a different genre almost. Exactly. And it's like, it keeps everything so fresh and like, you can't do that year after year after year. Although quantum league credit to you for doing that. Um, <laughs> but like, it would get like tiresome, but just for like, you know, the last season and, or like doing it for one season. Like I think it's, you know, if it's done well, like they're, they've been doing it. Uh, I just like totally dig it. And I just really like this episode because this was such, it was such a perfect Colson episode, that film noir 19, like, you know, whatever and anything, you know, forties, I think it is. Fifties. Fifties ish. Yeah. I go that it's so Colson too. So I just thought it worked so well. Yeah, it was a good episode for him. Sorry, it was it was a good episode for him. Oh yeah, I, th- I thought you said it's a it's a good episode <laughs> end, and I was like waiting for the next episode, like and <laughs> and what and silence. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was a good episode for him. Um, and speaking of this episode, let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh... To remind us of where we left off, uh, they had just stopped the Chromacons from exploding Helios. And to do it, Simmons set off an EMP, which knocked out the Chromacons. They exploded and died, but it just kind of just wiped out Phil. Colson. So he kind of like just shut down. down. And what I'm guessing from this episode and what they showed us was is that it being in black and white, this film noir thing, the monologue in his head is kind of him rebooting, right? Yeah, uh, it kind of... The whole episode starts with like a voiceover talking about fate, and we get the warning or the advance notice or spoiler, whatever, that this is the day that Sousa, uh, Sousa Daniel Sousa, had right. died in the past. He, like, he died in a hero. He's like, and he's like, you know, the hero always has to die in these stories. He dies in and, a very great Gatsby type of way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in the water. And he's like, it's a day that all like you know, all the shield agents know. Like, this is a big deal that, that this day he dies. And Colson's like, he's like, the color has bled from the world. And I could hear my thoughts pinging around my head, which kind of helps us set up the whole reason for why everything's black and yes. white and why he's doing this this voiceover. Because it's not typical of the show, but for him, we're seeing it from his exactly. point of view. Exactly. Kind of. um, yeah. And it's got fried, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's right. That sets up the whole premise of why he, you hear the internal monologue, why everything's black and white, which I like the fact that they added that and they, like, you know, mm-hmm. gave that reason. And it just wasn't like, hey, we're doing a cool black and white 
noir episode, but we're not going to explain like why it's black and white and noir, you know, like some shows would do that. Go with it. Just go with it. So I like how they explained it. So, right. It sets up with uh, Sosa's death and in like in the beginning, like you, when you see Sosa, like what he's clearly, you know, going to, you know, be doing a handoff, I guess is the best way to to put it. Um, And yeah, he's supposed to be doing something, to a contact of Howard Stark. Exactly. So he's going to meet up with the contact to give him whatever it is that we'll find out later in the episode to Howard Stark. And we see Mm -hmm. that while he's in the hotel, he's walking, he gets stopped by someone. Clearly they pull out some type of weapon on him, but you don't see the person. And he's like, I thought I lost you. And then they kind of just show you him lying in a pool. (laughs) Yeah. And they make and it's a it's a big deal because he is like the first agent to die for Shield itself, not SSR. Right, exactly. Because that's you know Bucky, <laughs> but for Shield as in this <laughs> for Shield in this um this uh, where they're at now, they're they're still in the baby stages, right. and because he died, because he died uh, delivering this package to Howard Stark's. Uh, guy and it's very important shield thing it makes him this big huge deal that every shield agent learns about about his sacrifice and they want to be more like him and i'm like really i'd rather be the guy that lives so i did like the right i'd rather be the guy who lived you know what i'm gonna have to back you up on that one absolutely um so they kind of tried to compare it to i feel like uh colson's death in avengers and how it sparked the avengers you know yeah, they kind of bring they they go to that later on, right? Which I I did like, which I did like, but I was like, ah, like when we get to that, like, ah, there's some differences there. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, so they get to so uh, it starts with like Coulson. He's basically in, you know, uh, he's woken up. I guess he's kind of rebooting because now he's like handcuffed to the table and he's talking to Sosa and you know basically it's so so Sosa trying to figure out like what's going on what who Coulson is like he thinks he works for like you know I guess like the commies or is he still under the impression that he works for like the Soviets or something Uh, right now yeah he thinks he's bad guys basically I think might be common well he's saying he's saying communist but there's and later on you kind of figure out that he's thinking something else. Hydra. Yeah. Well, no, you know he's not really thinking Hydra, but he's not quite sure it's communist. Uh, Russia. He knows but right because the whole based on over. Yeah, I was gonna say the whole misconception back. You know, is that back in the day, like, is that uh, everything was about like the commies. You know, it was about like the communists and everything. Yeah. So they're trying to make you think like that's what Sosa's worried about. Or, you know, Sousa's word. I keep on calling him Sosa. He's yeah. not Spanish. Um, that's Sousa's word about. <laughs> I go. And you realize, like, no, it's that's not what he's, like, he's not looking at it in that respect because he kind of, he's smart enough to realize something else is going on, which is basically what you said. Um, Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, yeah. not really. It's, it's Hydra. This whole season is Hydra. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, and Coulson overhears, uh, uh, sorry, Coulson overhears Sal- Sousa. Now you got me. I know, sorry. I don't know how to say his name. 
uh, talking about like what the Crom that fought Coulson in the last episode that melted down and died. He was supposed to be the scientist contact that Susa was going to meet up right. with. And he's like, my contact is dead. And Coulson, you know, he's quick. He goes, wait, you know what? That's not, that wasn't your contact. I'm your contact. I'm the scientist that's supposed to meet up with you because he has all this information about like what happened. You know, he knew how exactly. Susa dies because he looks at the, he looks at a newspaper and catches the date and he realizes what day it is. He's like, I'm your guy that's supposed to, you know, get you the package for Howard Stark. Right. And being from the future helps a lot in that respect where you can basically be like, Oh shit. Yeah. I know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm that dude. I'm supposed to be here to help you. And he's like, really? You're the guy. He's like, yeah, I'm a scientist, you know, Ooh, science. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically it. And he's like, I know how <laughs> that's basically it. And he's like, um, yeah. So I know where your package is. We got to go to LA I'm gonna pick up the package on the way on the way up to LA, and then we're gonna drop it off. Right. And he's like, "But I need to contact my contact." And he's like, "I need to like, you know." He he goes, "I'm gonna take a chance," and he calls Enoch. Enoch. He calls uh, the bar at Koenig's old bar, which is the uh, which was the speakeasy, which ends up becoming a Shield agency like right. bar. And left 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 Enoch. And Enoch. He was left behind. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he should have run he faster. Run faster. Um, I this just cracked me up. Like this whole subplot with Enoch just—it oh, was the best. It's been like twenty years, right? I go. It's been like twenty years. He's he's still, you know, he's working in the in the bar, you know, and, and whatnot. He, he was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar, you know. Much is true. like that. Much is true. Like you know. <laughs> um. Oh, now, he, now I just picture him singing to the guy he's talking to, Don't You Want Me, Baby. <laughs> um, and I love it because it's that same guy through the whole episode who's basically like telling Enoch his problems. And Enoch is like, I'm the bartender. You're, you know, I'm here to listen to your problems. I'm supposed to listen to your problems. Exactly. And then like Colson calls and you can see that Enoch has already, you know, because it's a shield, you know, it's turned into like a shield uh, hideout or, or whatnot. Um, and yeah. Enoch you know, prepared for this, I, I guess, because, you know, he's a smart dude, that Enoch. Um, yeah. Uh, Cole. Well, okay, the best part is the, when he calls, he's all like, yay, Colson, it's been 20 years, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And <laughs> he's ready to meet up with the crew. Enoch's like, I'm ready, let's do this. And Colson's like, yeah, we don't have time for that now, that's not what I'm calling for. I need you to connect me to the Zephyr. And Enoch's like, oh, okay. <laughs> he's like, you know, like, okay, I'm sure you're busy. Yeah, Colson, you know, that's great and everything so he like goes and he like connects him to like the zephyr and then colson can yeah he created some kind well, of like enoch super smart phone thing yeah. kind of he prepared yeah. for this so he already created something where he if they call he can find them i guess you know connect wherever like the zephyr is um so he connects colson to the zephyr and at, at first i was like hey colson i get it but hey you know see how enoch's doing a little bit like but then i was like yeah, come on. Then I was like, it's, yeah, like, Colson right now is not in the position to be like, hey, what's up, buddy? What's going on? <laughs> he is undercover right now. Exactly. <laughs> um, so then he connects with the Zephyr, and then basically Colson tells, explains his plan, right, to uh, everyone. Yeah, they, they realize that the, the Chromicons have messed up, this is our, they have already messed up history by taking the agent that Susa was supposed to meet and killing him. 
So Sousa can't, you know, get his package, get it to Stark right. and die. So they now have to find the dead agent, the, the, the dead scientist, and find the package so they can you exactly. know, help Sousa die. So then, <laughs> exactly. So then they send uh, Deke and Yo-Yo to go find the package from the, at the scientist's house. Scientist's house. Wow, that was hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> say that three times fast. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I couldn't even get Sousa's name right. I was calling him Sousa. Um, yeah, so, right. So then that's what Deke and Yo-Yo, like, go to do. And, right, they're supposed to find the package and then get it to Coulson and Sousa on the train. Yeah, and I like when they're, like, driving along and Deke's like, wait, are women not allowed to drive, you know, in the past? He's like, no, they could do, they could drive. And, and Deke's like, I thought this, you know, like, I thought the 30s were bad. I thought they were all sexist and racist, but so is the 50s. <laughs> and he's like, it's all sucked. <laughs> that was a good conversation. Um, I like the conversation. I, I like, and it, oh, go ahead. I think I say, go ahead. Oh, no, I go, I was going to say, I go, I like that conversation. I go that they had, but I, I also just like their conversations about, like, uh changing timelines and should you you know the whole morality of should you take people out and should you you know not like because yo-yo's kind of was like hey i was kind of down with daisy you should have uh taken malik out you know and uh, and yeah. uh deke is kind of like uh yeah no I'm, i didn't feel comfortable doing that that's not cool we shouldn't so and kind of how that'll eventually get a little skewed later on yeah she's like you know we should just like taken out Malik finishes off and Deke's like we weren't supposed to mess with the status quo we were here we came back here to stop other people from messing right. with things exactly <laughs> so so let's not do that but I also kind of go with hey but don't forget they the reason the reason why Deke is in the past because they had to go into the future to find out what happened to come back to the past to stop uh, the destroyer worlds from destroying the world right. so like they have changed. So, stuff well, I mean, before. that's the thing. It's like I feel like they've changed a lot. I feel like the Avengers themselves, obviously, remember Endgame, changed a lot. So I kind of <laughs> feel like this whole like, ooh, we can't mess with the timeline. We can't mess with. It's like Captain America. All he did was mess with the timeline. Yeah, and then you have to also one think. You know what? If you then this is when you get the whole time travel thing. You change the timeline. You change this. Are you now changing, like, is time now, like, linear? Like, okay, they change the timeline, and then they go back to the future, and everything's changed, or will now they change the timeline, and now there's an alternate universe, an alternate world? Right. Well, I feel like... Like, does it branch off? Well, I feel like... uh... Like, I'm I'm trying to figure out what they're trying to subscribe to. Are they trying to say, like, okay, because we went into the future, found out about the world getting destroyed, we came back... Save the world from being destroyed. Now the world was never destroyed. Now that that means Deke should not be there because they changed it so that then right Deke's mother would have never Deke's father because they would have never been on in the lighthouse <laughs> and Deke would never been made right. So now I'm thinking they mean alternate timeline. So basically they're just trying to stop a timeline where the Croms win and take over Earth. Yeah, so two things about that. One, I feel like the Marvel Universe, the MCU, explained it as, like, now there are different timelines. Like, there are different, you know, 
Mm-hmm. It's not just one. You didn't just change one. It's like it's now branched off into different timelines. I feel like uh, what's her face from um, when she's kind of explaining it in Endgame to the Hulk um, from uh, oh, the Ancient, Ancient One. one. Yeah. That's how she explains it. And I feel like when Captain America is doing his thing, they kind of explain that too. They're, they branch off now into different timelines. I don't know if that's what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going for, um, which goes back to your point, which like what are they going for? Uh, and the other thing is, is I do wonder if like the whole thing with like Deke and his parents, I wonder if like, it's one of those things where, and I really don't know, but if they're trying to tell us like, okay, even if they didn't meet at the lighthouse or they weren't at the lighthouse, maybe they were always destined to find each other. So it would just take place in someplace else, you know? And that Deke would always be, I don't know. It's just, like, I honestly don't know. Do time tra- like yeah, when you get to time travel and you're doing stuff where you're changing things, that's just always is very Especially when if they if they go back in time and stop the crumbs from changing anything. It's the crumbs that are changing everything. This happens like later on in later episodes where they're freaking out about you change this, you change that. I'm like, no, the crumbs right. have been changing stuff. They have been just trying to clean up what they've changed. Exactly. If they could have gotten to the first time, stop the crumbs completely um, with Malik, to stop them completely, and then going back to the future, they would have to destroy the crumbs in the past, and then they could have gone back to the future, and the future would be secure, and they would have no worries about the crumbs, you know, destroying right. the Earth. This is the problem with... That's the only way... It's the only way they would work. But because... But the first episode where they kind of fail because, you know... The Croms come down. Malik gets like you know, learned some things that he shouldn't have learned and whatnot. They've already changed things. Everything's already messed right. up. Right. <laughs> I know exactly, and that's where that's the problem with time travel is like you have all those issues, but especially too when you do time travel in like a universe or a show that's already been so well established with so many different things, stories, characters, you know, and whatnot it gets really iffy because then you're like, well, now how does this work? Or how does that work? Or you said this a couple of seasons ago and now how does that change that? How is this still happening? Mm-hmm. So yeah, my advice to shows are going to do time travel, do it in season <laughs> one. So there's not a lot to change. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yeah. And I, I do. I will always say, I do enjoy the way the X-Men in the comics that handle time travel. Mm-hmm. They're from different universes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Not different universes. Timelines. Different timelines. Right. Alternate time. I That's got what you meant though. <laughs> um yeah no i i it's the safest and best way to explain it yeah okay so back to the episode (laughs) we've exhausted the timeline we needed needed to talk this out because i was still confused about the the whole timeline and how well yeah i because i i get really i kind of get annoyed like in later episodes where they you know like everything everything up i'm like everything was messed up yeah agreed it's like this episode alone by the crom's killing the scientist that Suso is supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, and I don't want to. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> want to say who it is in, in later episodes. So let's just call him Sosa. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> keeps like blaming them for it. And exactly, I just kept sitting there going, "But it's the you know what? He is from the fifties. He doesn't know what's going on. They just dropped in and messed up. Right, and and that's why I blame <laughs> I blame uh, I blame the agents of Shield for not just going, "Hey, hey." It's not us. <laughs> it's the Chromicons. It's like, 
Yes. You can blame us. We could sit here and do nothing and do exactly what you want us to do. And things are still going to get messed up because it's them, not us. Like, that's all they had to kind yeah, of explain. Basically. It. It's the crumbs. Yeah. So, all right. So, yeah. so... so now you have the different storylines of uh, Coulson and Sousa, like, on the train, right? Yeah. Oh, oh well, first Deke and um, Deke and Yo-Yo get to the house to the scientist's house and like yo-yo they split up which i'm like that's never a good idea yo-yo goes upstairs she finds the scientist guy uh, with no face why do I, still, I hate that i, I know you like i don't like it <laughs> i'm like we're keep the face we can copy your body but we can't copy your face why yeah. why do you have to take the face it's so I don't creepy know. I, I don't like it <laughs> and she finds the suitcase with package that's in it but while she's upstairs uh these like straight up like out of central yes. casting like bad guy toughs the dude has like a toothpick in his mouth and fedora oh what are you talking about know. you want to get they wise gra- about these characters <laughs> gonna yes. hitch up my uh yes. my pants i'm gonna have a little, little uh a little row <laughs> put, them up, put them up. up uh they they grab deke and they take off with they- deke and they Yo-Yo cannot right. catch up. Yeah. And of course, Yo-Yo can't ca- catch exactly. up, so she's gone. Um, yeah. I... So yeah, now you've got uh, Daniel. Uh, I'm going to yeah. call him Daniel. You have. Because we're going to keep You, you can name. call him Daniel. <laughs> I'm calling him Agent Sousa. <laughs> okay. Um, so Daniel and uh, Colson. Yeah. <laughs> they get on the train for LA and uh, Colson's like, I really hope they catch. I uh, really hope uh, my uh, my my team catches up with me and brings me this package. <laughs> I mean, there's only so much he can like stall because uh, Daniel's like, yeah. hey, he's like, so who, you know, where's your guy? Like, when you're getting, when you're meeting up, and Colson's like, don't worry. Yeah, he's very, he's a good agent because he doesn't trust a word out of Colson's so mouth. I really, so I, I I really like the character of uh, Agent Sousa. <laughs> um, because <laughs> they really do a good job of he feels like a 1940s-ish type, you know, uh, agent. But he's mm-hmm. also, he's smart. Like he's, you know, he like you said, he doesn't trust a word that's coming out of people's mouths. He doesn't just automatically go, oh, okay, like, all right, you know, you're cool. You seem fine. But I also love the fact that he's yeah. also obviously not this just he comes off as this rigid by the book wouldn't believe anything like crazy type thing but you realize oh no he his smartness doesn't just uh go with the fact that he doesn't trust a lot of people he he's smart about a lot of the in you know what's happening inside of shield what's happening like you know you know in his time and he's good at picking up on like the weird stuff and that comes from from his time on the agent carter show where they had their own weird stuff. Who's Agent Carter? <laughs> <laughs> it lasted one season. <laughs> Two oh seasons. my bad. Two seasons. All right, it's better than one. <laughs> yeah. The first season. Sorry. The first season they had they did like um like an early Red Room, you know, that produces right. Black Widows. They had a they had a character there. And the second season they had uh Madame Mass, which is a very random, okay. you know. <laughs> villain character to bring up um yeah i i i I will say like i didn't watch obviously uh agent carter but it's one of those things where it's like oh you know what if i 
if I have the time, I might like see if I could find it and like watch it because it's not one of those things where I didn't watch because like eh, I'm not that interested. It was just I didn't really have the time and like I was watching other things. Yeah, yeah. Um, can't exactly. watch everything. We tried, but we just can't. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. So I, I like his character. I I like how they portray him. Um, yeah, and I like how Coulson's just like I gotta keep freaking stalling because we're getting to the point where he's definitely now gonna be like okay this is ridiculous like where's your guy yeah and i did love he's like and i'm still waiting for like you know a package to arrive but the problem is it's not getting to me and they cut to yo-yo like driving around looking for for, looking for exactly (laughs) and then she finds i guess a um a phone booth because she calls enoch (laughs) and enoch's like hello again he's so happy because he doesn't want to talk to that drunk agent anymore he doesn't want to talk to the drunk agent and i think every time one of them calls he thinks this is going to be the call that's going to be able to make him find the leap home um it's going to be able it's like i feel like he always is is enoch samuel he is he is he's just waiting for that call Uh... to tell him to come home but I love the fact that she's like, hey, I, and again, and you understand the circumstances and the situation. She doesn't have time to be like, hey, Enoch, how are you? What's going on? She's like, shit, they got Deke. I need to get in touch with everyone on this effort. Yeah, and then they're like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And he's like, fine. And he goes back to talking to that <coughs> And uh, she gets back onto the this effort. Uh, Max, like, okay, we'll find Deke later. Get back here. Exactly. So then, um, just back to Colson and Agent uh, Sousa. Mm-hmm. Um, so Colson basically realizes he needs to do something because he's like, yeah, he could tell that Daniel is getting like antsy and he needs to like do something. So he basically sees this dude with a random suitcase next to him sitting yeah. down <laughs> and he's basically like, oh, hey, there's my guy. You see, I forgot what it was that the guy did. He's like, you see that thing? He puts his he puts his hand oh, yeah. over his face. To take his, that, that's the you know that's the sign that I you know I need to like pick, make the pickup and, and he goes and he just takes this random dude's suitcase or you know briefcase. Yeah, I was like poor random dude. Exactly, and then so then Daniel's like, okay, <laughs> cool, let's see what's in it, and he's like, no, <laughs> no, Howard Stark's eyes only. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And um, and then they talk about like they kind of like kind of bond about like you know basically not having a life outside their jobs. And Colson's like, well, I'm a robot, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's cool for me. I'm a ro- robot here. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, and Susa is kind of like you know, oh, like you know, gotta do what the job is. Is what the job is. And Colson's like, yeah, I dig it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. And then they talk crap about Howard Stark. And he's kind of a dick. <laughs> he's like, he's a pompous ass. And it's funny because Howard was uh, occasionally showed up in Agent Carter. Mm. Like they had the character from, the, the doctor from the first Captain America showed up as Howard Stark a few times. That was the, the Dominic and dude? It was basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dominic Cooper. Yeah. The one who's in preacher. Yeah. Is, is a preacher? Yeah, it's preacher. Oh, I got that right. Look I was that. totally not sure about that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, because then afterwards it's the guy from Mad Men. 
who plays the older yeah uh slattery yeah slattery? yeah yeah, 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 yeah. tom slattery yeah tom Sla- slattery something like that yeah i'm like there's no way that he becomes <laughs> that but sure. it's weird because <laughs> one he's like somehow he gets taller when he gets older yeah yeah <laughs> it's weird because it's like you're absolutely right but it's weird how they both kind of work you know well, yeah, he works as uh, Dominic works as young Howard, and Slattery works as older Howard. Right, just like you said, don't picture him actually becoming that dude. Yeah. So yeah, so <laughs> right, so they bond. They talk about like Howard Stark, um, and then I think like Sosa goes for like a drink or something because that I doesn't Colson. Yeah, he's like yeah, yeah. He goes for a drink. Colson stays and because Colson don't drink. And then, yeah, he's like, nope. He's like, I kind of figured out about you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then... And then while Coulson's by himself, in comes the crom guy. Right. And... Whose name I've discovered is Luke. It's what? Luke. Is it? Oh, I, did, I had no idea. It, it showed up in, in uh, closed captioning a few episodes later. I went, I'm writing that down. Luke. Nice. <laughs> I didn't, you know what? I was so surprised by that. Did you hear how my voice got super high? Like, I just went through puberty. I know. Really? I was like, is it? Really? <laughs> um, okay. So, <laughs> Luke, the, that's yeah. so weird. Luke the Chronicon. <laughs> um, so, yeah. He shows up, and basically, he's like, I know. So, okay. So, it's, it has been a while since I've seen this episode. He offers Coulson okay. a deal, right? Yes, he wants a deal. He's like, um, he's like, you know, Chromicon's a debt. We, uh, I know he's. He realizes that he is not a man, but he's not limited limited by life. And he's like, you know, your team will die around you, and we will still be here. Like, you know, give us the Earth, and we will spare your humans. You know, right? They'll have a good deal. They'll live fine, but let us have the Earth. He's like, we'll be. He says something. To the e- like, okay. yeah. He says something to the effect of like, we'll be like. Good, 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 lenient masters, or something like that. Well, he kind of—I don't know if he says it, but he implies it, right? Because <laughs> I know it's implied. Where it's like, oh yeah, that's always a way to get, you know, <laughs> that's always the way to get. He's like basically like, we'll let we'll we'll let your your humans be okay. Exactly. Let us have the earth. And I love, and I love this is Coulson. He's like, no deal. And I know why you try to cut this deal because you're scared. Exactly. Scared people try to cut. Deal. That's right. Because he tells like he tells him he's like yeah. Yeah, he's like you're. He goes, you're worried. He goes, and you're scared because he goes, you can't shake us. He's like, you jump. He goes, every time you jump, we're like hot on your heels. Like we, we're right behind right. you. Yeah, and he's like, and we've been thwarting and, kind of your plans. Yeah, <laughs> and then the, the Comic Con guy's like, yeah, uh, it'd be great if he was like, like, yeah, okay. you're right. <laughs> He looks like um, we know everything from the, about the future and the past. We even know that Susa Daniel's supposed to die today or like later yeah. on after he does his delivery. But I just made one phone call and he could die right yeah. now. But Daniel doesn't have time for that because he's <laughs> he's got a little head like you know that little head you know wave yes. like he could die right, right now. now. <laughs> but I go Susa doesn't have time to die right now because he's flirting with some uh, babe over in the uh, bar in the lounge. She's like, oh, I'm going to LA. I'm going to be an actress. He's like, oh, okay. 
<laughs> um, I love so like the entire time when he, but he's still an agent. He's still a spy. I, so he flirts. I love how he went along with it. Yes, exactly. I love how he went along with it, but you knew the entire time it's like he ain't falling for this shit. She was so obvious. Could you buy me a drink, sir? Okay. <laughs> that was a better acting job. I'm an actress. <laughs> She was so bad, and I love how, like, she goes and basically, like, hey, like, you know, why don't we, like, get away from here or whatever, and he's just, like, yeah, he's, like, little word to, he goes the wise, if you're going to be an actress, you need to brush up on that. He's, like, you need to do a better job, and she's, like, oh, damn. It also doesn't help that, like, the two, like, guys that have been watching him and uh, Colson on the train earlier, like, come into the, the the back of the car and, like, telling the guy, like, like showing the guns like you should get out of here you're clearing the car i think he can see it yeah. just because he she has so his back is to the door i think he kind of got a an idea that something was going on well no one said they were subtle <laughs> her acting yeah. wasn't subtle <laughs> their plan wasn't subtle um nah. yeah and then so this is like okay gonna fight and then boom 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 fight breaks out and they are, he's giving it back pretty good for like one guy and three people on top of him. I give him credit. I mean, he was holding his own, but then the numbers game yeah. catches up and they were like, they like start choking him, I think. This like girl, like, like yeah, like, I think she gets like a string around his neck or something like that. It's like, yeah. Eesh. And it's like, oh no, is this the end of Asian Sousa? It's not. Spoiler. Dun, dun, dun. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I spoiler alerted too quickly. Interrupt my guns. <laughs> <laughs> premature, spoiler. premature spoiler alert <laughs> because who shows up dies it <laughs> and, and Mac <laughs> you know what oh, we're going to say Mac shows up because you know what I am digging Mac this season I am digging Mac in this there's an episode where I stopped dating Mac. Oh, I know what episode you're talking about. You gotta give him a break. Spoiler. I will. But I was like, oh yeah. Even Mac, I even Mac at his worst you. this year isn't Mac in the uh, LMD. The yeah, other in the other seasons with his fake oh, daughter. In the, the framework. framework with his fake daughter. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna stay here with my fake daughter and die. What? What? Now, now. <laughs> you just like to give up, Mac. Mac just likes to. Give... Anyway, he does. He has that problem. <laughs> he just give he up. He has that problem. We'll get to that. Spoiler uh, alert. We'll get uh, to that. Anyway, <laughs> yes. yes. Anyway, he uh, they basically save Daniel, and then Colson comes in and hits like the last guy with the briefcase, and it opens up, and it's just like papers. the poor dude's yeah. papers. <laughs> My report. <laughs> And I love because uh, Susan has that look like, you knew it, you lied. And it's like, they also just saved your ass. Calm down. Yeah. Chill. Chill. And then they bring him back to the Zephyr, right? Yeah. And it's also weird because like, he comes in and then he May is there. And at this point, we still don't know what's, what's going right. on with May. And she kind of shakes his hand and she's like suddenly like overwhelmed. Yes. And you're just like, again, between the anxiety attack or panic attack she had in the last episode to this, you're just kind of like, you know, what's going on with her? 
but then luckily Simmons is like, I'm gonna take you for a checkup because you don't seem exactly. well. <laughs> something's weird here. And I'm like, yeah, something's so, weird. So <laughs> um wait, have they because uh Yo Yo brought back the briefcase of of what Oh yeah, uh yeah. We didn't even get to talk yeah. about the briefcase. Yeah, she uh she opens it up and Simmons is like geeking now. She's like, This is the Rosetta Stone of Shield Tech. Everything that we make starts here and I'm like, it looks like a piece of tin. <laughs> yes. Everyone else thought that too. They were just like, that's it. it. Did not look like a little bit like the um what they what they would um what was the, the thing that they used for with the inhumans? The oh. um the tarragon crystal? It looked like yes. that. Which is like that's a little weird, but yeah, she's super excited. And then May, May oh yeah, super... this, this is where May touches Simmons, and she gets super excited. She's like, "I'm giddy!" And everyone's like, like "Why May, are you, you you don't nerd exactly. out about anything? Like, why are you geeking out over this?" <laughs> yeah. So between that and then her freaking out with Susa, Simmons is like, "You know what, May? Let's yes. go for a checkup." And take her off for a checkup. And that. Do you want to follow her checkup? Let's follow uh, Agent May. Melinda May. Hey, Melinda May. So yeah, so she's with she's with it's her and Simmons and Yo Yo and Yo Yo. I love how Yo Yo just totally like rats May out. She did. She did. She she had a panic attack. She's like, "What are you talking about?" She had a panic (laughs) attack and everything. And May looks at her like, "Eh, whatever," because she has no emotions. (laughs) She's like, "Yeah, I did." Simmons is like, that's not like you. And then they're like, and the way you like geek out over like the tech. They're like, it, the, the emotions just kind of came over me. I didn't understand any of it. I had no emotions and then I had them. And they're like, okay. And then is it Simmons that figures out like... Well, they talk about it. Like, uh, May's like, she, it was the first time she felt afraid since she was in the spirit right. world. And She's like, she's like, I went into a world with no emotions, and I think like somehow that messed up hers. Right. And then like they're like, well, Simmons like touches her. He's like, what do you feel now? And oh no, sorry. But May's like, I feel like concerned and worried. And Yo Yo knows that Simmons is touching her. She's like, okay, take your hand away, and she stops feeling stuff. And that's when they realize that she is getting her emotions from other she's people. Like a human motion, emotion detector. Yes. And we're gonna use that for the rest of the season. I mean, it's uh, so it's, it's handy. Handy. Totally reminds me of uh, Cecile from The Flash. Uh, yes, it's basically it's, the same except thing. Except the difference is, is that when she's not touching anyone, May. <laughs> that sounds so weird. When she's not, you know, <laughs> touching anyone, it's only like I say, she feels nothing. Yeah, kind of sucks for yeah. Her. At least uh, the scene has like her exactly. own emotions. So I was like, "Oh, that's what's wrong with her." Like, that's kind of an interesting wrinkle. I kind of like it. Yeah, I like. I, I I'm okay with this because they can use it for their advantage. Exactly, they can use it for their advantage, and I like the fact that it gives May. Even though I I, I always think May is one of the best characters written and one of the coolest characters, just like on TV. I go. I like how it gives it gives her a, a little wrinkle, like a little extra added layer. It's like, oh, let's just freshen up. Let's tweak the May character a little bit, and I like it. 
you know, oh, you make a joy, but uh, jokes about how like May is so like you know, yes, stay unemotional. We're gonna make her actually literally exactly, and it totally gives her more. And I guess I also like the fact that it gives her more to play off of acting wise. You know, yeah, because when she gets touched out the people, she can get their emotions, so she could do more than what she would be doing exactly. as May. Like May would yes. be giddy ever. She could touch Simmons, and all of a sudden, hey, look, Minna, Minna, Minna. Yeah. right. <laughs> Yeah, she <laughs> she gets to play like super giddy, like not like man at exactly. all. Exactly. So, so I think that's really cool. Adds a lot to it. Yeah. So right. So that's kind of basically the end that's of that. That's the end of that. So and now they have the uh, awesome technology. Yes. <laughs> and they're talking to. But you know what they don't have. Though? Um. They have the awesome. Deke? That's right. <laughs> Very good. Uh, okay, because uh, I thought we were gonna go back to what was happening with them, but we can oh, go back. No, we can we go, go back to what's happening to them. I just wanted to make that joke because it's like they have all this, but uh, they still don't have one thing. I don't know. Yeah, well, right. let's go with D. Let's go with D. Because then we can like float through. Oh no, you know what? No, I'm sorry. I lied. Let's right, with please it. stop lying to us. <laughs> um, our listeners don't want to be lied to. Jeez. Well, <laughs> uh, so. Seuss is like, okay, that's great. I want my package. I want to get off this plane. I need to make my, you know, my yes. meetup. And they're like, they're like, yeah, we might, we'll get to you, but we need to find out who took our agent. Mm-hmm. Like, and and he's like, was like the same people on trains, and he's thinking it's Russians. They're like, it must be the right. Russians. And then this is when Seuss goes, yeah, no, I don't think it's Russians. I think someone else has been has been infiltrating Shield. I think it's Hydra, exactly. and they all go, "Yeah, that was the best scene." He's like, "I think it's brace yourselves, yeah. Hydra," and they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> duh, it's Hydra." You're right. I love the reaction. <laughs> it's just like, "Yeah, no, we we figured that." And I love his like, "Wait, what? I just didn't I just blow your mind?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's like, and then this is when uh, Coulson also realizes this whole time everyone thought that. Daniel's killed by the Russians in the past. No, it was Hydra because they figured out that he has figured it out about them. I really them. like that wrinkle of like everyone thinking like it was the Russians. And then you kind of realize, huh, I wonder how many more of those agents that were killed were because they figured it out. Yes. That's that's the part I enjoy about this. Like, you know, Winter Soldier movie, it's cool, it's great. It's like, mm-hmm. my favorite. But the idea that it took like so long, it took Nick Fury so long to figure out that there was something weird going on that the uh, that Hydra could have been here the whole mm-hmm. time. Yep. But that would that Hydra could be underground for so long. They're so smart. They're so clever that no one else would ever figure out that Hydra was there. I like that. No, there's probably been other people, not just Daniel. Other people have like caught on to this. And you know what Hydra does? They eliminate them. Just get rid of them. Exactly. That's what I love Makes about sense. it. It's it's just the fact is it was like. You know, I guess we assume that, but they never really mentioned it. And that was always a little frustrating. Like, so wait, you're telling me that Nick Fury was the only one to figure this out? Like, no one else could figure this out. All the people you had at S.H.I.E.L.D., no one figured it out. And I love how they're like, no, there were people who figured it out. But like you said, Hydra's thing is they take care of it. They make sure that, you know, they silence them. And the fact that um, uh, Captain America and Black Widow had to find out from a freaking computer program yes <laughs> exactly 
Um, <laughs> like, really? So, so I, I, it's 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 something that you would have never thought about, but you're like, yeah, this does make sense. Exactly. And it also, it also kind of like you know makes the whole because I would take on any chance to rag on real hide uh, real Do shield. It. How they're all like, they should have known. Hydra's underneath our nose this whole time. Yes, and no one knew, but actually a lot of people knew. They all just got Exactly. <laughs> just shows how stupid you are, Real Shield. Oh, I hate Real Shield. Did you? Really? <laughs> but they were the... I thought, when I rewatched those seasons, I just fast forward those episodes. I'm like, I can't. I hate it. I but hate they it. were the Real it Shield. Really, it really hurt my enjoyment of Bobby because she's down with Real Shield. But then she turned exactly. That was good. In the end, Bobby and Hunter knew exactly what was up. Exactly. Um, right. So Colson, when Colson realizes that, oh, it wasn't the Russians, it was Hydra. He's like, well, did, who knew about your meeting, your meetup with your contact? And he's like, uh, my superior. And who's his superior? Malik. Malik. Dun dun dun. I had a dun. Spoiler alert. Oh wait, that was a late spoiler alert. <laughs> um yeah exactly um now we can go deep i love so i love again I-, I love how everything in all these episodes just play off each other it's like decision it feels like one of those awesome video games that i always love where your decisions matter and how it affects the story and different storylines um and i love the fact that it's i can choose your adventure book yes but i i like to think that I like to think that the people listening understand the video game reference more than the choose your own adventure reference. Those are timeless. <laughs> do you take a left and go in the cave? Or do you take a right and keep walking? <gasps> um, turn to page 48 if you... Um... <laughs> so anyway those books man when i first started reading them i'm sorry i know this doesn't uh this uh little story won't put me in the best light but oh god uh, go for it when i first started reading those books it confused the hell out of me i didn't understand what they were talking about they'd be like turn to page 48 and i'd be like but i'm only on page 23 <laughs> I need to... <laughs> and then i would turn the next page and it'd be a like a totally different story and i'm like wait how did they get there it's like this book is fucked up they don't know what they're talking about and i had to ask my teacher one time i was like what's wrong (laughs) what's wrong with this and i was like i was like i don't know what's going on i was like maybe like they printed pages wrong and i'm a kid here so i don't understand i I wasn't like (laughs) 20 or something like because i know that's that's gonna be a joke um and i was just i didn't understand and my teacher had to be like no for this you know and then she explained like the whole thing and i'm not gonna lie she may have had to explain it twice oh that that's just precious it was i never read anything like that before anyway oh that's sweet that's sweet let me get you some books um. <laughs> so yeah that's a just a little little glimpse into the the youth of uh Youth of Anthony. Oh my god, it's too funny. I was 33 at the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I do like how their actions um, have consequences, and the fact that Deke didn't yes. kill Malik in, what, episode one? Two? Two. Yeah, yeah, one. Oh, no, one. Two, two, yeah. two, two. Yeah, oh no, two, right. Um, two. 
Yeah. <laughs> one, one, two, two. But that, because that, uh, yeah. <laughs> because, but that, that was at a time where they thought they were just coming to stop the Kroms from doing anything. And that they had to keep things going. They had to keep history on task, online. Right. They didn't know about the jumping. They didn't know about, like, everything else that was going on, so. And, and also, and I, you know, I, I still go with, okay, you kill him, but then what happens next? Exactly. What is going to be worse? What's going to be like, you know? Exactly. It's like, you don't... <laughs> is it better that the devil you know than the devil you don't? I go, the devil yeah, know. Exactly. 100%. Because they know eventually, it may take a while, but they know eventually they'll defeat him. Yeah. Well, he defeats himself. He dies. Yeah, if I'm shield, I take that as a win for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that dude that when the person's already down, you run in and then you kick him. You're like, yeah. <laughs> After your friend has beat exactly. him up. And you're like, I told you. And then you walk away all like badass. <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh- <laughs> so I like how I like how that has consequences. And now you feel sorry for Deke because he's like, shit, I should have killed him. I should kill them. Yeah, because now Deke has now been taken to Malik's house. Yes. And, but Malik does, because these goons, you know, the guy with the, the toothpick <laughs> in his mouth. Hey, what are you talking about over here? <laughs> see, see? Yeah, that dude. He, uh, <laughs> they take him and they think, Malik doesn't recognize him right away. No. And they think he is the scientist dude. And Deke's like, I'm not a scientist. I was just, uh, you know, a door-to-door salesman. Right. The door's up. I came to make a sale, and these guys grabbed me. <laughs> and so they go through like the whole thing where, uh, you know, at first I don't believe him. Deke's like, "Hey, I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's not me." Blah blah blah. And then I think it gets to the point where Malik's like, "Well, okay, even if you're not the guy, just I'm gonna kill you because you know too much, like yeah. this and that, and you're nobody to us." And then Deke's like, "Whoa, wait a second. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna leave. I don't know anything. I, I'm, you know, like, it's just, I'm just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like, you know, it's not my fault. You guys messed up. And then Malik's like, Yeah, it's not your fault. And then he just shoots <laughs> the non toothpick guy. <laughs> and I think that's what's a signal to you. Okay, you remember when you met Malik and he's just this, you know, this good kid and he just wants to make good for his family and, you know, get back his money, whatever. But at his heart, he's not a really bad guy, even though he shot Kinnick. Here he just straight out kills a dude, and it's like they—it's like they threw the word "bad" in capital letters over yes. his face. It was like just in case, it's not good. like just in case you watched those first two episodes and you thought like, oh, maybe we're doing something different in this timeline with with this, you know? Yeah, I guess time uh, with Malik because yeah. now you know he's interacting with the agents of Shield, and that you know maybe he'll turn into a different person. It's like, nope, they just wanted you to—they just wanted, like you said, to specify bad villain. Still very bad. He's still very bad. He's the villain of the story. Exactly. He still is because that's who he is. That's who he isn't. You know, in his heart, that's basically like yeah. I feel like even if you gave this guy the best upbringing, he would kind of venture mm-hmm. off. Maybe not as Malik S, but he would always venture off more in that direction. Even if they had kept him from getting in the car with the Hydra contact, mm-hmm. like, he would have went and a, 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 he was still looking for an easy way to get back his status. He was never going to do, like, the good exactly. thing. He was always looking for something like sleazy and underhanded. Yes. So, yeah. So, Deke's like, oh, crap, Freddy. And he calls him Freddy, and then Freddy's like, Malik's like, no one calls me Freddy. Wait a second. Wait a second. 
And and yeah, and, and Deke's like, hey, remember like in 1931? Deke looks exactly the same. <laughs> How did Malik not? And it's like, okay, I'm so, oh, sorry. I met you like 20 years ago for like two days. Can I ask you something though? Okay. And and here's and I will, okay. I will die on this hill. <laughs> okay, go for it. Even if you met someone 20 years ago, you can probably remember like I can, having chance meetings with people. 10, 15 years ago, if you just like had a memorable night, you hung out, you had this memorable night with say a person, even if you never saw them again, you'd be like, oh, we had this memorable night. You remember what they look like. If you had a two day period where you literally went on a train ride with them, where you got shot at, you had this whole shootout together. He, you thought this guy almost tried to kill you because he had a gun pointed at you. He created a walkie talkie that you never even heard of. You're gonna remember and the, <laughs> plug that in, <laughs> and the and the guy looks exactly the same, like legit. He hasn't changed once. You're gonna remember that, okay? If some dude tried to shoot me 20 years ago, and his face doesn't change, guess what? If I see him, I'm gonna remember. I'm not gonna go. Mm, I don't know. Mm, maybe it took him a little bit. He does recognize him eventually. When he calls him Freddy, and then he's like, oh, wait, I have to think about it. Like, no, you can remember. You're going to be like, oh, this was the beginning of the thing that really changed my life. Like, yeah, you're going to remember that. Okay, well, you're better with faces than I am. I'm just saying someone tries to shoot you. You have a two-day adventure with them. <laughs> Even 20 years ago, you're going to remember. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, he remembers. Yeah, he eventually remembers him. And um, I do like, again, how it's weird, like how things like pay off because he's like, you did me a solid because he's like, oh, you try to shoot me. He's like, uh, if you remember correctly, I shot past you uh-huh. and killed, killed, that other killed guy. the other guy yeah. that was coming to kill you. And then Malik's like, hmm, you know what? True. I owe you one. And here it is. I'm going to let you walk out of here alive. But that's pretty much it. If I see you again or you mess in my business, whatever, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> because he's running Hydra like a gangster. Totally like a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like really, I'm like really. This is you know all the versions of Hydra we've seen. This is we're getting gangster Hydra. Okay. <laughs> so like sometimes I feel like they pop the Hydra. Hydra. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like they play up. And I get it. They play up to the era that they're in a little too much. <laughs> yeah, It's like, I don't think everyone in the 1950s in New York or whatever was acting like a gangsta. Yeah, I said it again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he, so basically that's how Deke survives. Um, and does he meet? And, uh, Deke gets, he leaves and, and because like they, they're everywhere. Everyone finds um, phone booths everywhere. He finds a phone. He finds a phone booth. Yes. He calls Enoch, and this was the funny <laughs> thing. He's all like, eh, "Enoch, he wants to talk to Enoch. Yes, he's excited to talk to Enoch." But, and Enoch's like, "Whatever, here, I'm just going to connect, connect you. you. Tell me yes. more. Tell me more, drunk agent. And the drunk agent's like, you're my best friend. He's like, that is the saddest thing ever. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great." <laughs> Um, yes. So, uh, he winds up, like, calling, like, this effort, and then he... 
I did love he's like, guess who's alive? Guess who I met with? And they're like, Malik. He's like, yeah. Right. Like, okay, great. <laughs> um, so he like is gonna like meet up with them. And then Yeah. Basically now we get to the part where I think it's back to May, because May, once you realize that she Well, first we have to go back because we went to we went to Susa. Wait, Susa wants to meet. Oh, sorry. Mac and Colson are having a conversation about Susa. Right, whether they should let him do right, whether they should let him die or whether. Yeah, if he should die or not. And, you know, his death was like a, a sacrifice and inspiration. This is Colson. He's like, yeah, his death was a sacrifice and inspiration to all the agents. And then this is when Mac's like, yeah, like you to the Avengers. Right. <laughs> and Colson's like, oh, I wouldn't say that. He's like, no, it was because they said it in the movie. <laughs> the movie said it. That's what we're going I on. watched the movie. I just watched and it. I literally just I rewatched just watched it. No, and I I literally just watched Avengers last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was in this movie watch along thing on Twitch. Don't ask. And they were watching Avengers like, I'm gonna watch this too. Yeah, and they mention it. Uh they do it for Phil. That would be great if Max said that. If he's just like, I watched it last night, Colson. I watched it last night. They totally did it for you. <laughs> And I, I like I like how Colson's like, no, 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 I wasn't, you know, I wasn't that important. And Max like, yes, you were that important. Don't forget, Avengers. I mean, uh, Operation Tahiti. Yeah. Like it was supposed to be for the for Avengers. And Colson used it. On, I mean, uh, Fury used it on you because you were basically an Avenger to him. He gave you, uh, Shield when he fake died. You know, all this stuff. You're super important, Colson. Let it go. You got a spinoff show. <laughs> you You're important. Spin- <laughs> you got seven seasons. Seven seasons of a spinoff show. You're important. Okay. And Nicole is like, well, I got another chance. Should Susa get one too? And they're like, you know, back and forth on should we somehow save Susa? And then we cut to Susa, so Daniel, mm-hmm. who's like, who's like talking to Daisy. He's just like, oh, I can't believe about Malik and Hydra and, and like, I should bring them down now. And, um, you know, I should take them out now because I'll you know, die for this and whatever. And Daisy's like, yeah, I get it, but these scenes are just so we can bond and maybe have a relationship later on. Word. They are setting that's them up. Like. They were setting them up big time. <laughs> and, I know, I went, and I went, please don't, because we've seen what happens when someone gets involved with Daisy. They die. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like That's the fear. It's like <laughs> I'm worried for Daniel. Like, don't do it. <laughs> She's like a Black Widow, but not like the Black Widow, just a Black yeah. Widow. Um, yeah, and also, too, I just don't care about relationships with Daisy. Like, I, 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 I dev- They keep trying to make me enjoy them, and then I, I just don't. Yeah, and it's like, but you know what? They don't have that many episodes left, so it's not like we're going to get a, a huge... Oh, it's, it's not going to, like, anger me. I'm just like, no, right. I don't want him to get killed off. Exactly. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, so they're having that, like, conversation. And I do like, again, that, you know, Coulson rightly leaves it up to Mac because Mac is the director. Yes. He's like, I follow the chain of command because I actually yeah. went to S.H.I.E.L.D. Academy and learned all this stuff. Daisy. Exactly. I have issues later on with Daisy and I realized it came from the fact that I'm she sorry. never actually went to S.H.I.E.L.D. Academy. Like, I'm she sorry. never. Did you just say, I have issues later on with Daisy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just like this 
I always have issues with Daisy. I just seasons have, like, worth of issues with Daisy. I just kind of like, uh, I hit me the other day, and I'll I'll go into it another episode. I just won't do it right now. All right. Um. Uh. Yeah. So they're like, "What can we do? Like, uh, like, should we save? You know, should we change history and save Daniel? And once they get the information from uh that Malik is in part of all this stuff, and that Deke had been with Malik." Matt goes, you know what? We are changing the mission. Right. And he's like, we're going to like, and he grabs Daisy. He's like, Daisy, come up here. We're going to talk, I guess, to talk about how they're going to change the mission to, you know, basically save save Daniel. Before they, while they go to do that, Daniel's like, you know what? Screw this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still a a motorcycle and I'm leaving. Yes. And he flees and he goes, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, finish off and accomplish my mission because that's what good yeah. agents do yeah and i'm, also, I'm supposed to die then if i die I die <laughs> exactly like, oh. that's how he had. that's basically what he did <laughs> you know if he had an internal monologue in his head that's what he would be saying yep <laughs> so he takes off for the hotel and then we get to see like this this meat go down like oh yeah because this is when uh yeah you're right may says she felt the whole emotion of determination from Susan. Right, and that he was going to flee. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, Susa goes to the hotel and his contact is like the concierge and Toothpick Man is there and he's like <laughs> watching. <laughs> I don't think he ever got a name. I've been calling him Toothpick Man. <laughs> I like that. Or, or I'm like, oh, what's, um, was it Cagney? Yes. Was James Cagney. Yeah. James Cagney. You want to call him James we'll Cagney? call him James Cagney. Oh yeah, poor man yeah, James okay. Cagney. Definitely. Um he's <laughs> he's like watching them and he watches like, you know, Susa goes, he makes a drop, um, and he's like he's following and then Susa like runs we see the whole scene from the beginning yes. where he runs into someone, says, Oh, I thought I gave you the slip and gets shot. Like we see like we hear a gun go off, he's shooting, then we see him like we see Susa from the backside, from behind, and he's like stumbling to the pool, and like he falls in, and then poor man James Cagney calls in to Malik. Goes, yeah, he's dead. We lost the package, but he's right. dead. So, uh, who was that man that Susa sees? Oh yeah, well we uh <laughs> we um kind of zoom in up from in the water on the body, and we see that the it's actually Colson. It's not Daniel Colson. It's Colson. <laughs> um, and I like how they go back and when they they go back to that scene where you know Susa sees the guy and he's like, "I thought I gave you the slip," and you're thinking it's poor man James Cagney. You know, I go and yeah. it turns out to be Colson, and he does have a weapon and he does shoot him, but it's just a taser that knocks him out, right? It's an icer. That's it. I go that knocks him out. Um, and then Coulson takes his place, and when he his cane, he takes you know the trench coat, his hat, and, hat, and, hat. Yeah. and when he's walking, which again it's kind of uh, kind of ballsy. You have to hope that poor man James Cagney doesn't see you up front. Yeah, you're like you're really hoping he like you're really banging on the remembering that he was shot from the back. Yes. I go, well, <laughs> you are really taking that. All right, all right, you're taking that risk, but go ahead. <laughs> That's what that's what being a shield agent is all about. Um, yep. And yeah, poor man's James Cagney sees him, 
shoots him in the back a couple times. Colson falls into the uh, pool, and then obviously he makes the call to Malik. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah. then Daisy and Simmons pretend to be corners. And they come, they pick up Colson's yes. body, they take him back, and like they get his system completely rebooted. And just as the colors back is coming back to his life, May walks in, and I went. Hmm. I mean, yeah. Was that symbolic for some reason? I don't know. I feel like they did it for, yeah, I feel like they did it for a reason. Yeah. But I love that she walks over to him, touches him, and goes, I got no emotion. <laughs> He's like, okay, cool. <laughs> I love, though, how you, you can tell he wants he wants something from her, like anything. Yeah. And, oh, and this is when Deke is like, he talks to Yo-Yo, and he's like, I'm rethinking my whole stance on not changing history, about, like, staying with status quo, yeah. because, uh, you know, Malik turned out to be awful. Right. I like I like how Deke switches his position, because he's like, no, nah, you're right. Like, forget status quo. Like, We should exactly. stop this. Yeah. And then... Colson is with Susa and he kind of reveals, oh, okay, so you know how we've been on this futuristic <laughs> spaceship? We're from the future yep. and we're actually shielded from the future. And I love how Seuss is like, you should have led with that. Yeah. And it's like... And, and they kind of they, they tell him about the croms and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, again, it's just cool that, you know, they have him, you have someone who's smart and open-minded to everything that's going on. Yeah. And he's like, you know, uh, uh, sorry, Seuss is like, you know, like, well, now I'm dead. Like, what's, what do I do now? You know, he's like, you guys like fake my death. And Cole's like, well, you were actually going to die. So we actually saved your right. life. Welcome to life after death. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. And at that point, does the Zephyr jump again? Right. Yeah. They jump and they're like, okay, what year are we in? They turn on the radio and it is enormous nice yeah, guy. Yeah. We're now in the 70s. Ah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> they leaped again each time hoping that the leap would be the leap home. I will keep doing the quantum leap thing because yes. I love it. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be working. Um and then like the final little like post scene is Malik is just kind of like sitting in his office going, oh, I'm a mobster, I'm a gangster, whatever. Um <laughs> <laughs> and Luke, the Crom Luke comes in. He's like, "I was left behind to help you." And then this is when, more than anything, time everything gets fucked up. Yep. This is when the this is the Croms are doing this. This now. Oh, you can say, "Oh, well, if the Shield, if Shield had came in and you know, like stopped them, and if they had, like, you know, Colson had taken a deal." They would have messed up the history, the past. I'm like, no, they still would have did all. They still they, would have done. They would exactly. have did something just equally bad. Exactly. Something equally bad because their whole goal was to stop Shield. Yeah. There's no more ripples. Everything is waves now. Yeah. And he basically tells him, right? He's like, I'm gonna help make sure that Shield never uh, takes out Hydra. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you like you? Oh, sorry. Went out go, for a second. Uh, uh, Luke the chronic the chronicon tells still <laughs> weird to say uh, tells um, Malik <laughs> I'm gonna help you and give you information on how to stop Shield from basically taking out Hydra. Yeah, and you're like, uh oh, speaking of you, dun dun dun. 
to be to be continued. <laughs> to be continued. And like this is when everything is like, okay, now we are like everything is just being messed up. And this is this is kind of like, you know, the first couple of episodes have been like, okay, like fun little jaunty things where you come in and they do a little something and they stop them from right now, but nothing's really gonna have a huge impact. Now we're having a huge right. impact. And I'm like, um, like shit just basically now this is where like the shit hits the fan. This is where like everything just like there's no rules anymore, basically. Yeah. So it's like stop worrying about like preserving the timeline because exactly. you can't. They don't know it yet. Don't know the next episode, but right now, it's over. We do though. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so yeah no uh, again overall I thought it was a really solid episode I really enjoyed this episode I liked the whole feel of it I liked the noir setting I I, again I feel like they're doing a really good job of moving the plot along which is always a problem sometimes we have with with Mm -hmm. uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where they stretch things out and it's like uh, like can you move the plot along can we get things going a little bit and I like how it's moving the plot along everything seems to be like fresh and interesting and like every new story beat that they come up with I'm like into I'm like oh yeah I like where this is going I like where this is leading um, so yeah it was really cool I think it's it, I think it's helped by the fact that uh, it's this last season I knew it was the last season going into it it's a short season so like everything has to move to something there's no real time to just kind of let's play with this let's see what this goes where and maybe like in the second half of the next season we'll flesh this out you know like everything has to oh yeah I, I absolutely agree yeah, no, I absolutely over. agree. You're right. It's like it's not twenty something episodes, so they don't have to stretch things out. You're right. It's not like they're also like, oh, hey, we, we're doing this, but let's you know play with this because we may want to set this up for next season. So they're not like you know playing around with stuff or stretching things out. You're right. It's a very like we have uh, uh, you know an end. It's there. We need to get things going. We don't have twenty something episodes. It's like whatever, 10, 11, 12, How many episodes? Uh, 13 just be 13 episodes, episodes I was going to get season. there right after 12. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they're just like, we know where we're going. We're moving things along. So yeah, it definitely helps that it's the last season. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's, it, it was my favorite episode of the, the first five. I don't know why I said it like that, but the first five. <laughs> so... Mm, fine, I'm going to give a spoiler alert. I really enjoyed the next episode too. So I don't know. Okay. Well, sorry. Well, that's what I said. Like, when this, at the airing of this episode, it was my favorite episode. Oh, yeah. No, agreed. I go, uh, agreed. It was, yeah. I enjoyed the first three episodes, but this was by far my favorite episode after I watched it. It might still, still the first five. I don't know. I got to go back and forth with it sometimes because I, again, I really did like the mm-hmm. next episode. All right. Oh, okay. Well, then, all right. Uh, this has been one more thing. I've been Tiffany. Um, sorry, just one more thing. Seriously. If you see someone who almost killed you 20 years ago and they look exactly the same, you're going to remember them. 